I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code just baseball when you download for the best daily fantasy app. In this episode, I will be delivering you two MLB best bets along with three player props on Prize Picks. If you want to play along with us, make sure you use that code just baseball. Let's do a little recap of yesterday because yesterday we didn't have a podcast because unfortunately, Fortunately, well, not unfortunately, it was awesome for me. I got to interview Johnny Bench, the greatest catcher of all time on the Just Baseball Show. That was in the morning, so I couldn't give you a write-up or, or a podcast, but I did release the Cubs versus the Cardinals over nine runs with the wind blowing out Wrigley, and that hit at the end of the game. Thank you, Paul Goldschmidt. And we hit the two previous bets, so we are now five for our last six, and we've been on a roll on player props, so let's just get straight into it because I know you degenerates want these picks, but we have to remember that it's not gambling advice. Just a reminder, our regular season record is 182 and 148. We are now at plus 34.89 units. Let's get over the 35-unit threshold today. First game is the Detroit Tigers versus the Texas Rangers. It's at 8.05 p.m. Eastern. It's Tyler Alexander, a lefty for the Tigers, who's 3-7 with a 4.03 ERA and a 1.26 whip, taking on Glenn Otto, the right-handed pitcher for the Rangers who's 5-8 and eight with a 4.66 ERA and a 1.39 whip. We're going to head to Globe Life Field in Texas for the first game of a three-game set. While this won't be the most entertaining game in the world, it's about edges in the dog days of summer. We have an edge in this one, whether it's going to be fun or not. And we don't root for fun here. We try and make money. The edge in this one is the under, and here's why. First off, the Rangers are coming off a series at Coors Field. While the Coors effect normally dampens the offense when that team doesn't have an off day, the Rangers are in an interesting spot. This isn't an NL West team that's used to playing in Coors Field. These are the Texas Rangers in the AL West. The Rangers find themselves the, the Rangers never find themselves playing in Denver, and half the team has almost no spirit experience there. And while they did have an off day to recover, I don't think they'll be totally settled in after the two-game set. The Rangers also put up 16 runs in their last game, and we now have two pitchers with ERAs over four and a total set at eight. That's suspiciously low, especially when you consider the Rangers have been solid against left-handed pitching this year. Tyler Alexander has impressed me lately putting up a 3-9-1 ERA in the month of August against some difficult opponents. He's not the greatest pitcher in the world, but the Tigers' bullpen is still pretty strong, and they had an off day to rest up for this one. The Tigers' bullpen has a 5-2-7 ERA since the All-Star break, which is terrible. But it's been a lot of bad luck, as they sit with a 3-3-6 FIP and a 3-7-3 X FIP. Both are near the top of baseball. Alexander doesn't have much experience against the Rangers, but he holds a 202 x Woba, a 203 expected batting average, and 259 expected slugging through 20, 20 plate appearances. That's fantastic in a limited sample. Glenn Otto will get the ball for the Rangers, who should be in for a great day. He's been getting much better as the season progresses, putting up a 199 ERA in August so far. He'll go up against the worst offense against right-handers, both over the full season and in August, and by far the worst road offense in the majors. The Tigers' offense is just putrid at the moment, and we should see one of Otto's best starts of the season. 
Otto is much better against left-handed bats, and the Tigers' lineup is very left-handed dominant. The Rangers' bullpen had a day to rest, and they've been in the top seven in ERA, FIP, and XFIP since the trade deadline. Globe Life is also supposed to be the lowest run-scoring environment of the day, according to Ballpark Pal. This line is slowly moving up, with more money, of course, coming in on the under. So I'll gladly take the plus, or sorry, the line is slowly moving up with more money coming in on the over. So I'll gladly take the plus money at eight runs, as I think this game finishes with six to seven total runs. So the pick is Tigers versus Rangers under eight runs at plus 100. That's one unit to win one unit. If if for some reason you see under eight at minus 105, at minus one, I don't care. I'm taking it. I just love it at plus money, and that's what I got it at. So the second pick is the Colorado Rockies versus the New York Mets at 7.10 p.m. Eastern. It's Chad Cool, a righty for the Rockies, who's 6-7 and seven with a 5.16 ERA and a 1-5-2 whip, taking on Chris Bassett, a righty for the Mets, who's 11-7 with a 3-2-6 ERA and a 1-1-3 whip. We're going to head to City Field in Queens, New York, for the second game of the series. We saw a DeGrom masterclass yesterday, but Ryan Feltner pitched reasonably well, and the game finished with just four total runs. Today, I feel the opposite will happen. The Mets should crush Chad Cool, but Bassett isn't totally safe either. Couple that with wind blowing out 13 miles an hour to left field, we should see a fun one today. Chad Cool is finally starting to regress like I assumed he would. He got off to a hot start with the Rockies and his pitch mix apparently was working at Coors Field. I always was perplexed by that, considering the sinker is one of the worst pitches to throw in that ballpark. It's starting to catch up with him. And he was never good on the road either. He's rocking a 6.08 ERA on the road this season compared to a 4.17 ERA at home. He's been bad against lefties and righties. He's just not good. I don't know what to tell you. And the Mets have a very balanced lineup. Cool hasn't faced the Mets this season, but players on the current roster have had plenty of success against him. Through 38 plate appearances, the Mets' current roster is a 3.83 x Woba, a 2.92 expected batting average, and a 4.40 expected slugging with a 7.9% strikeout rate. You add in an exit velocity of 91.2 miles an hour, and that makes me very confident that the Mets have a field day with him. You add in the fact that the Rockies have the second-worst bullpen ERA and the worst FIP since the trade deadline. Mets are going to score. They're going to score plenty of runs. But Chris Bassett shouldn't get bombed, but I don't think we're going to see a shutout. He's a solid pitcher, but he almost has been pitching too well for my liking. He has this 0.69 ERA in the month of August. He has dominated the Rockies in his career, and we just saw the Rockies put up one run yesterday. This is fishy. This is fishy. We faded the Rockies' offense yesterday by taking DeGrom's under hits, but Bassett isn't Jacob DeGrom, and the Rockies have had that day to recover. The Rockies are 18th in WRC Plus against righty since the deadline, so they're not bad. The Mets used their three best relievers yesterday, and while they'll be available today, I'm assuming the Mets go up big early and throw in some of their less-than-ideal bullpen arms to shoulder the load. I've seen this line at 8 or 8.5. Of course, I prefer the 8 line, and I took it at 8, but I would take it at 8.5 as I think this game ends near 10 runs. So the pick is Rockies versus Mets over 8 at minus 120. I have 1.2 units to win one unit. Let's get into my favorite prize pick selections of the day, and the first one is in that Tigers game, as I assume their offense will just not show up. And I think that starts with Riley Green and his under fantasy score. It's at 6.5, which is a little bit high for me, because I don't think that the rest of the lineup will be able to drive him in, even if he gets a hit or two in this game. I don't think he's going to hit for many extra base hits. He hasn't looked as strong as he was at, at the beginning of the season. And I think Glenn Otto can actually give him um, some trouble today with how good Otto has been against lefties. So I like Riley Green's under 6.5 fantasy score. My next two picks are in the same game. And honestly, pick whichever one you like because I like these 
equally, and I kind of want to play them both. That's Reese Hoskins over one and a half bases, and that's JT Romuto over one and a half hits and walks. First, I love Reese Hoskins against sinker slider guys and forcing fastball, and that's what Bryce Wilson is going to give him today. I think Reese Hoskins may hit a home run. I think he's for sure going to get a double, or he gets a couple of singles and hits his over one and a half total bases. But I also like JT Romuto today. I think he matches up really well, and I've really liked his at-bats lately. I think he's going to get possibly a hit, but I think Bryce Wilson is just not very good, and he could give us some walks. While Bryce Wilson does have decent command, I think that JT Romuto is going to get multiple hits in this game. I think the Phillies offense is going to come to play. I think everybody is going to be on Bryce Harper as he makes his return today. But I think the Phillies bats to target are Real Muto and Reese Hoskins. And just to finish this, I really wanted to give out a third play today, and that's going to be the Dodgers by whatever because it's... Brian Hoeing, who is a pitcher for the Marlins, who they already destroyed, and it, the Marlins are going to face Tyler Anderson, who's a lefty, and the Marlins have a historically bad offense against left-handed pitching. Once that line comes out, make sure you follow me on Twitter, at PeterApple23. More than likely, I'm going to be dropping a pick, unless the Dodgers' run line is just absurd. But they're on the road, guaranteed nine innings of hitting. They're way better than the Marlins. I don't know what to tell you. You can call it square. You can call whatever you want. But it's the Los Angeles Dodgers taking on the Marlins when they've crushed their pitcher, and the Marlins are historically bad against lefties. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm going to be on Dodgers in some facets, so make sure you're following me on Twitter, and make sure you join our Prize Picks Twitter space. Um, it's most likely going to be around 5 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you're following there, and make sure if you want to play on Prize Picks, use code Just Baseball. When you download, you get a full deposit match. Might as well use some free money to play along with us. We've been hot both on the MLB Best Bets, both on the Prize Picks, but we have to remember that it's not gambling advice.